neutral corner. In the neutral corner. Hey guys, welcome back to In the Neutral Corner with RJ Summerlin. Um, what a great night of fights last night. If you were a fight fan, August 5th was the night for you. Um, and you know what? Even if you weren't into the main event of Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz, the, the whole card itself was a pretty good card. Sorry for all that noise. You know... I, I I really didn't know and wasn't sure at first at uh <clears throat> how good that card was gonna be or even even how good uh the card was gonna be for Sandhagen and Rob Font. Uh both of them, dude. Both of them just great cards. Super happy uh as a fight fan to just be able to sit there and watch it. Um my man uh Kevin Newman got the win last night. Looked good doing it. And what was even cool, even more cool about it is, is uh, the commentators for the Paul Diaz fight were very biased. Uh, you had Dan Hardy, you had Todd Grisham, and you had uh, Sean Porter. And Dan Hardy's from, you know, former UFC guy. I'm sure if you're listening to me, you know who Dan Hardy is. But either which way, former UFC fighter, analyst, uh, very good uh, at his breakdowns. He has a YouTube channel, The War Room. I don't know if that's the actual channel, but that's what he calls The War Room, where he breaks down fights and upcoming fights and stuff. It's very knowledgeable about that. And then, so I guess he was brought there for the MMA side of things. And then you had... Uh, Sean Porter, former world champion boxer, you know, freaking legend. He um, he was able to get uh, he was able to be the boxing side of things. And then Todd Grisham is more like your play-by-play, -play, uh, your play-by-play -play and analysts and things like that. Um, but anyways, you could tell, uh, you know. There was a lot of MMA fighters that came in the box and things like that. And you could tell just by the commentary. They were very biased one way or the other and very uh, critical of, of folks. And whenever, um, whenever Kevin fought, he was able to actually uh, impress the commentary. You know, he won, he won on the judges' scorecards. He looked good doing it. Uh, crisp, clean, and uh, they were, you know, had nothing but praises, which which says a lot on this card. Um, just the, the whole the whole fight card. Amanda Serrano completely destroyed Heather Hardy. Like, yeah, um, not even competitive. I believe she won all ten rounds. Uh, I think it was like a score to hundred ninety. Um, so of course that Katie Taylor rematch is on the horizon for her. I would assume. Um, because really she's just she's blowing everybody else out of the water and that's her last loss and it was on another Paul undercard so overall good night of fights on that card there were, there was some really interesting ones and um, the main event you know already this morning I'm getting on online and on social media and seeing so much criticism and critiquing 
of this thing, but the, the fight was a good fight. I mean, I, I really don't know what you guys expected. It was a Nate Diaz fight, and it was a test for Paul. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, Nate Diaz is the toughest, easy fight you can take, right? Uh, I'll have to elaborate a little bit more, but he really is. It was a Nate Diaz fight. You know, everybody's talking about Nate Diaz didn't take it seriously. Nate Diaz didn't go hard enough. Nate Diaz did this. He did that. He did this. He did that. Have y'all ever watched a single Nate Diaz fight? Any of them? It, it, it always goes the same way. First round, Nate Diaz is battered. Bloody. Looks like he's going to be finished. Second round, Nate Diaz comes out. Still getting battered. Still getting bloodied. Third round, Nate Diaz starts to pour it on him because... Because, you know, it is quite tiring beating the heck out of someone. Just ask George Foreman when that happened to Muhammad Ali. Beat on him, beat on him, beat on him, beat on him. Just got so tired throwing power punches and trying to take this guy out that you gas and the tides are able to be turned. So that happens in every Diaz fight, which is why everybody was always like, yeah, Diaz, you know, Put him, put him in a five-round fight. This was only three rounds. He wasn't even going. He wasn't even warmed up. He wasn't even awake until that third round. And if this was a fight, five-round fight, man, Diaz would have definitely won. So then Diaz started taking five-round fights. And he did win a couple. And then people realized, well, then I got to be in the greatest shape I've ever been in to beat D Nate Diaz. And then they go on. And then basically, if you're in good enough shape that you can beat on a man for 25 minutes, you're going to win. Nate Diaz is not a fast, doesn't have a fast jab he has to get past. Nate Diaz doesn't have the power punching he has to get past. Nate Diaz doesn't even hit with power punches. He, he They're all pop shots. Pop, 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 pop. Your test is, do you have enough cardio? Do you have enough grit? Are you really, truly a fighter to get past Nate Diaz? It's not even really, can you take a, a power shot? Can you take a punch? Can you, can you stuff the takedowns? Can you no? It's it's can you bite down on your mouthpiece, and can you just go to town and go to war? And if you can do that, you're winning. There's no doubt in my mind you're winning. I don't know if I've ever watched a Nate Diaz fight where he out technicals somebody. You know, um, he might outpace them because they they just don't have the gas to keep up with them. So now he's just. He's out outlanding them and outstriking them, but not from a technical standpoint, not from my opinion. I'm not saying that Nate Diaz doesn't have technique, but even warming up in the back, he just didn't, he doesn't look sharp. He Diaz never looked sharp, not in my opinion. And so his whole game plan is we're going to come out, you're going to beat up on me the first couple rounds, and you're going to get tired, and then I'm going to beat up on you. So that was the whole thing. Let's have this, let's have this, let's have this, right? Let, just a few more rounds. If it was one more round, Nate Diaz. If it was one more round, he'd win. If it was one more round, he'd win. When he fought Leon Edwards, and the whole, that whole thing came about, and, you know, he, he hits uh, Leon with one at the very end, the last minute of the fifth round, and everybody's going crazy and shits on Leon and boosts the legend of Nate Diaz and all this stuff. When the reality is the dude got pieced up for 24 minutes and then one minute left in the round, he hurts Leon and everybody's like, oh, if it was a fight to the death, if it had one more round, okay. 
he just fought 25 minutes and it wasn't enough. And then just that one last minute, 24 minutes wasn't enough. That last minute, if he just had one more round, okay, they gave it to him. They gave him the one more round. He fought 25 and then he just fought a 10 rounder last night, which is the five more minutes. Does anybody else not see that? He fought five more minutes because he had a 10 round fight, which is a 30 minute long fight. He fought 25 minutes and couldn't get it done against Leon. And if he just had one more round, then he would have won. Five minute rounds in MMA translate to two extra rounds in boxing. There you go. He had 30 minutes. He had that extra five minutes and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it because Jake Paul, Jake Paul is, is, is putting in the work. He's, re he's really trying. I'm not the biggest Jake Paul fan at all, man. I, I do want to see him lose. But now at this point, it's kind of like the popular thing is to want to see him lose. So now I kind of want to see him do well. He's putting in the work. He looked good. He did not look bad last night. He pushed the pace. He got tired. Who the fuck does not get tired punching a grown-ass man as hard as you can for 10 rounds? Who does not get tired? Has anybody here ever gone 10 rounds? I have, not in a professional fight either. I haven't even gone 10 rounds in a professional fight in which you have adrenaline and you have real damage. I've only done sparring, intense sparring rounds for 10 rounds, and those will drain you and make you feel like you're in a fight. That's not including being in front of a crowd and having all this pressure on you. I mean, People are going to hate on Jake Paul because of the stuff that he says and the stuff that he's doing. But why are you hating on the man? Nate Diaz just made more money than he's ever probably made. He's helping these people. You think Tyron Woodley fought him twice because Tyron wanted the competitive edge? No, nah, it's because they were paying the man money. Why is everybody hating on people getting paid? This dude is literally living the American dream right now. This guy... Went from being the Disney YouTube star, whatever the fuck he did, because I didn't know who he was before he started boxing. Then he did the YouTube thing, made some money. Then he started doing the boxing thing, and it really took off, and he fell in love with it. And he really, you know, I would understand the hate if he wasn't putting his everything into boxing. If he wasn't putting his everything into the craft, if he was working like two, three days a week, and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to be a boxer. And he's coming out and fighting these guys. And he looks like trash. And it's very obviously set up. And it's very... You guys, he looks just as good, if not better, than some of these amateurs that have been fighting for fucking five, six, ten years. He does. He also looks way worse than someone who's been doing it for five, six, ten years. But there's no difference than a 30-year-old trying to trying to do that who's been boxing for ten years and isn't hasn't made it to that level. There's no difference. You know, he's putting in the work, very obviously. His physique shows it. The fact that he took those punches, the fact that he was delivering those punches, like, it shows. Like, it shows he's putting in the work. It shows he's trying to do something with it. Everybody's hating on the guy because that's what that's what society does now. Society hates. They don't love. They don't spread the love. They don't try to relax and chill and... And support? Nah, bro. We got a UFC fighter here in town that nobody wants to support. You know, we've got local fighters here that nobody wants to support. 
So they're not going to support a kid who they feel like has been spoon-fed everything, but he's working hard for it. He's working hard for it. I did say that he picked this fight because he knew we'd win this fight because Nate Diaz is the toughest, easy fight you can take. He's tough because it is mentally breaking to hit someone with power shots that knocked out Tyron Woodley, that knocked out Ben Asker, and that knocked out all these people that you fought. It is, it is demoralizing to rip someone to the body as hard as you can and hit them with these punches over and over and over, and they're still in your face laughing at you, talking shit, punching you in the face. Maybe they're not hitting you as hard as you're hitting them, but they're still hitting you, and it's kind of hurting a little bit. And you're like, fuck, man, like, what do I got to do? And you got to grit it out for 30 minutes. It's a long-ass time. Do jumping jacks for 30 minutes, anybody. Do jumping jacks for three minutes straight. Just three minutes straight, do jumping jacks. And just throw punches on a heavy bag for three minutes straight. Now do that ten times. Do you not understand where I'm coming from? From a boxer's perspective, from a combat sport veteran's perspective. Like, I'm not... I'm not going to rob this guy of the hard work and dedication he has put he has put in do i think i could beat him yeah i believe i could beat jake paul i believe i i believe i could knock him out i could torch him but i've been putting my heart and soul into this thing for 10 years he's been putting his heart and soul into this thing for five years and he's made such a great drastic change but i also believe that i could have beat nate diaz last night I believe I'm a better boxer, but I don't believe that I would go in there and it would look like they did not belong because it was a fight at the end of the day. And that's what Nate Diaz did. He turned it into a fight. I enjoyed the fight. I knew it was going to happen. I thought Diaz was going to get, I thought he was going to stop Diaz, to be honest. And I thought if he wasn't so tired, he probably could have. But, you know, that's a learning experience, and that's his first 10-round fight, and he did not disappoint in his 10-round fight. Y'all that y'all that are hating on the man and y'all that dislike him and y'all that do all these things, like, I get it. You know, I've got my fighters that I don't necessarily care for and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, you've got to respect everything that he's poured into the fight game. I'm excited to see who he fights next, if he really does do the MMA thing with Nate Diaz. I mean... He probably gets choked out with Nate Diaz. But that's about it. You know, so. All in all, I think that event was good. I think it sold way more than everybody thinks. And, uh, yeah, man, kind of excited what the future holds for the two of them. Nate Diaz didn't lose any stock. He's very smart in what he does. You know, Nate knows that if he shows, if it doesn't matter if he gets his ass beat the first half of the fight or whatever, because if the second half of the fight, if he's just showing off and goofing off and acting like your punches don't hurt him, whether they do or not, dude, he's playing the game. And he is playing y'all like crazy. Because any other fighter got beat up like Nate Diaz did last night, any other fighter, if Tyron Woodley would have gotten beat up like that, because he didn't get beat up like that the first fight. It was boring. If Tyron Woodley or any of those fighters, if Tyson Fury or uh, Tommy Fury would have... Man, y'all would be shitting on that dude. Hardcore shitting on that dude. But it's Nate Diaz. And y'all may not be praising him, but y'all are excusing him. Ah, he didn't care. Ah, if this was a real fight, this. Ah, if it was this, this, this. It Trust me, it may have been a boxing match, but that was still a, f a fight. 
I mean, how many times do you see fights at a bar where they do nothing but just fucking throw hands at each other? You know, not every fight you're going to be in, not every real fight you're going to be in is going to be kicks and punches or kicks and takedowns and stuff like that. Sometimes people just brawl at a bar with their fists and that's it. So, like, he was in a fight. He tried. You know, he probably should have tried a little sooner, but, you know, that's on him. It was a Nate Diaz fight, and Nate Diaz does what Nate Diaz does. He he gets moral victories. It's, that's that's his thing. The numbers don't matter to him. The moral victory is what matters to that guy. It's what gets him paid, though. I don't, you know, hey, more power to him. More power to both of them. What a great, what a great event. Overall, great event. And then, uh, you know, the MMA fights last night. Holy hell, the UFC fights, they were freaking amazing. I mean, just bangers all up and down just um i do believe there might have been one early stoppage in the light heavyweights but man for the most part um banger fights except for the main event you know sanhagen did seem to take it pretty safe he must be one you know obviously he's wanting to get that aljamain rematch um and then of course poor uh Poor Jessica Andrade getting subbed out. You know, uh, that guillotine was super tight. And uh, I knew as soon as she shot, that thing was getting locked in. But, you know, Titiana Torres is now, what, 11-0? So she should be getting that next title shot for sure. It's playing flying over. But, um, yeah, you know, really, dude, excellent night of fights all through and through. Um, you know, Sanhagen is very obviously next in line. Uh, for Aljamain after Aljamain beats O'Malley because I just don't see unless Aljamain just makes a really dumb mistake which he didn't do against Piotr Jan so God he didn't do against Henry Cejudo either so I just feel like he's not going to do it against someone like Sean O'Malley but either which way when Aljamain wins it's definitely going to be a rematch between him and Sanhagen and uh, Sanhagen's improved um, he, he showed that he's really grappling heavy uh, or wrestling heavy and can be so he's a he's a dual threat he can take you down and he can do damage and control you and um, he can uh, be very exciting of course on the feet we all know that um, and then so this weekend the next set of the next set of fights Island fights Island fights 79 at Pensacola Bay Center it's gonna be great dude we got Cam Bennett from Team Remedy fighting we got Tig from Team Remedy fighting we got Jose from Team Remedy fighting we've got um, Reeves um, making his 185 fight, I believe his debut at 185, so it's going to be an awesome card. I've got Carlos Acosta fighting. Man, I'm excited for him to make his return. Um, yeah, we just got a great night of fights coming up. I'm super excited about it all, and, uh, you know, really want to love, love to see you guys out there. Um, I want to give a shout-out <clears throat> to Team Remedy. Uh, shout-out to... Penelope Faye Designs sponsorship. I appreciate you guys. Um, great baby clothing. They make clothes for my sweet little baby, uh, Penelope. And uh, man, they, they just do fantastic work. So I really, really love that. Um, I want to thank Larry Downs Jr. Plumbing for everything that they do. Uh, listen, say it before, say it again. Larry Downs Jr. Plumbing is one of the best plumbing companies in Pensacola. We don't band-aid our work. You know, we come there, we fix your problem, and we give you, we give you results, and we give you solutions. You know, we don't pussyfoot around, and we don't make excuses 
or anything like that. And you really see that a lot in contracting nowadays. So give them a call if you have any plumbing problems. Um, <clears throat> Bayside Body Arts, of course. All my stuff's done by Tatman Carone. Wouldn't let anybody else touch me. Um, best in the business, award-winning artist. And then I want to thank uh, the Burger Box. You know, uh, great, great little locally owned family restaurant. Uh, they do a lot for me, and their meals are great. Now, it's hard to go by there and eat when I'm on a weight cut because their food is just that darn good. So, you know, when you're in your off season, if you're a fighter listening to this and you got to cut some weight, definitely go by there and see them. If you're not, just go by and see them. It's great. Tell them RJ sent you. They'll hook you up. Um, so, uh, appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate everything. Um, let's give me some more followers, more views. Love you guys. Also, let's give a shout out to Island Fights for putting on these local fights and how great they've been and everything that they're doing. Shout out to Impact Promotions for putting on their fights locally in Panama City and really helping their fighters. Um, it's, it's, it's great to have local promotions really pushing their fighters and helping their fighters instead of helping themselves. Um, and then, of course, September 8th, we've got the biggest banger, Fabricio Werdum versus Junior Dos Santos, Game Bread. That is going to be insane. Make sure you tune in to watch that. Guys, this has been RJ with In the Neutral Corner. Thank you so much for listening. Godspeed.